Hey, what's up? You are listening to Enjoy Your Life, the podcast. I'm your host, Farrah LeRae Wynn. Today, we are going to be talking on a very popular topic, which is being single as a Christian. And the title of today's podcast is The Secret Life of a Single Christian. So I am a single Christian. I have been pretty much all my life. (laughs) And, um, I'm now at the age where, you know, people kind of expect you to settle down a little bit, get married, build a foundation, have some kids. I know a lot of people who are kind of getting stressed out and may feel pressured into pursuing something just to shut everyone else up. But I want to let you know that that is not the way to go. And instead, you should embrace your single season and just do what God has given you to do. So I have four things to remember as a single Christian. Um, So the first thing is this, in your time of waiting, don't just wait. Um, I think a lot of times we feel like our lives will take off, our ministries will take off, our dreams will come to pass after we get married. But I don't think that that's true. I do believe that there are certain doors that are closed until we get married, but there are not, our life is not just limited to being someone's spouse. And um, it's important to grow and develop yourself, live out your dreams, enjoy the time you have left on your own. Think about it like this. When you get married, you won't be able to sleep alone and stretch across your entire bed anymore. Like you won't have all of the time that you have now to yourself. You'll hopefully be busy building your home and your mate and your children. And in those early stages of your marriage, you may not have as much time to develop yourself like you do now. So this is like an amazing time in your life where you can work on your anger issues or you can work on disciplining yourself. You can work on your your weight and your eating habits and and your friends and just anything that you feel you would want to change in, you know, when you're married, work on those things now. Um, You also have to make sure that you're ready to be the person that your mate needs. So by developing yourself, you'll be able to um, go into your marriage whole and be able to enjoy the fullness of it instead of combating with an issue now in your life and not really dealing with it. Then you get married. Now, not only do you have the issues of your marriage, you have the issues that you were already dealing with on your own and it just magnifies everything. So you have, this is like an amazing time in your life that you get to just just be the best that you can be, fine tune things, spend time in the face of God asking like, Lord, fix this area of me, teach me this, reveal this to me, cleanse my heart. This is an amazing time that we have in our lives. Busy yourself with the work of the Lord. Volunteer somewhere, go to school, find a job that you actually love, start your business, spend genuine quality time with your family, love on your friends, and like just occupy yourself and don't just wait around for someone to swoop you off your feet and just give you this amazing fairy tale. Build something amazing for yourself that you'll be proud of. The next thing is keep your focus. Focus. Do your best not to entertain people, situationships, ideas, flirtationships, etc. with people who you absolutely know you would never be with in real life. Not only does this stunt your growth in certain areas, it can also keep your heart from the one who it's meant for. So let me give you an example. Say somebody slides in your DMs, right? They cute or whatever. They hit you with a compliment. One thing leads to another. Now you guys are talking. He slides you his number. You slide him your number, whatever. Now you have this whole ordeal. Now y'all texting, you talking, you FaceTiming all the time. You on the phone all the time. And in your mind, you never really wanted anything with this person. You were just bored. But then 
things got interesting and you actually start to develop feelings for this person only to realize they don't feel the same way about you. They just thought you was a pretty face. So guess what? Now you're in an entirely different movie where you're heartbroken and you're angry at this person and and you're like, yo, I didn't even like you in the first place. Now you want to play me? Like you get all of these emotions built up and all of these thoughts in your mind. You start to say, well, maybe, yeah, maybe we could, you know how like, (laughs) you know how somebody's looking at something and they say, oh yeah, that's supposed to be such and such. And it's like, I don't really see that. And they tilt their head and squint. And they're like, if you squint really hard, maybe you can just, that's what we tend to do. Like just squint really hard, tilt our head to the left or right. And like, maybe that can be my, no, you knew it wasn't from jump and you walked into it. You've allowed a situation to take place in your heart that now you have to heal from. And guess what? It delays the timing you have. It delays the timing for you getting what's, what's yours. So now, here comes the person God designed for you, right? But you're too busy thinking about the last person who hurt you and you're, you're, you're caught up in them and wondering what they're doing and they not even worried about you. But now you're too busy and preoccupied with this other person to realize that God has your, your mate right in front of you. Situationships can be tempting, but they're also these big, distracting, chaotic, unnecessary roadblocks and you have the power to either allow it in your life or to just not even deal with it, okay? So staying kind of on the line of temptation, temptation is literally on every side. It's a part of life, okay? It just it just comes with it. But learning to combat temptation is an important tool that not only helps you in your single stages, it sharpens and disciplines you so that even after you get married, you'll hopefully be able to maintain those qualities. It's tempting to spend time alone with people that we're interested in. Duh, we're interested in them. Obviously, we want to be alone with them. (laughs) But if you know that one thing is going to lead to another and then boom, you're caught up, or perhaps you're not sure what could happen, but something could happen, then maybe try spending time with them a little differently. Maybe have other people around when you two hang out, avoid compromising situations, go on group dates, or spend time at like Starbucks or in other public places, the park, and just enjoy each other's company. If you know that your interest or attraction to uh, to that person is just physical, then you don't need to be hanging out with them anyway because you don't wanna compromise yourself. And think of it like this, If you were in a public place doing everything but anything physical, would you even have anything to talk to that person about? So if you just know that you just want to like be physical with this person, then you need to just like back off in the first place because that's, that's going to lead you down a path of no, no good land. So, you know, if you're not genuinely interested in a person, like just like chill out on that. But if you're interested in them or they're interested in you or they're saying like, hey, I want to I want to court or I want to date or I want to get to know you or whatever the case may be. Try to spend time as Christians and as godly people spend time in positions where you won't be compromised or the enemy won't have room to come in and 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 bring that temptation or, you know, your mind kind of starts to slip away like, oh, nothing is going to happen. And then you're like, ah, oh, well, Uh, maybe just a little bit and then boom you're messed up you know so if you're genuinely interested in that person then you guys should be taking every precaution to to you know not be 
compromised. All right. So um, also protect your mind and your spirit from conversations, movies, people and things that remind you of ungodliness. So I know people who literally cannot watch the Kardashians because they find themselves possessing their same spirit. It's crazy. Like, it's just, it's crazy. I can't even begin to explain it because I don't want to feel like, I don't want to sound like I'm bashing on them because I actually love the Kardashians. Like, they're mad funny to me, but I don't want to, you know, seem like I'm coming off on them. But there's some people who can't watch it because they feel like they go into this mode of like pride or like money or like just whatever it is. So if that's you, hey, don't be ashamed of that. Back off. Stop watching the Kardashians. Take them off of your watch list on Hulu. <laughs> Um, some people can't listen to certain music, even gospel music sometimes, because it takes them to a different place in their mind. I know some people can't watch romantic movies or stay on Facebook too long because it reminds them of how single they are. Whatever it is, it's important that we know what triggers certain emotions or feelings within ourselves and protect ourselves from that those things at all costs so that we are avoiding temptations. The final point, just remember in your single season and beyond, God has your back. There's someone so special out there for you that was designed with you in mind. Your singleness does not equal God's lack of love for you. And honestly, the way I see it, if you're still in that place of waiting, either your mate isn't ready yet or you're not ready yet. And either way, it's fine because it's better for both parties to be in the right frame of mind, emotionally available, financially stable, and ready to be the best version of yourselves for each other than to go into something premature or because you felt pressured to get into something or because somebody introduced you to somebody and they just, you feel obligated to just be with that person or whatever it is. Like, Eliminate all of that. Realize your relationship is between you, that person, and God. So if that person is not here yet, then keep waiting on God. And when that person does come, then thank God every day for them and and pray and ask God, Lord, help me to be the best person I can for this person. Help them to be the best for me. So the secret life of a Christian, of a single Christian, is really just about the upside of it. It's not negative. It's not terrible. It's not lonely. It's not depressing. It doesn't have to be those things. We allow it to be those things. It doesn't have to be those things. We can enjoy ourselves in God. We can enjoy ourselves just investing in ministry, investing in ourselves, investing in business. Take a trip. Have fun. Spend time with your girlfriends. Do something great. Like You don't have to be miserable because you're single. This is one of the dopest times of your life because when you do meet that person, You get to share with them all of the amazing things you do in life and how happy you are. And they're going to be like, yo, I'm definitely with it. Like, I want to go on those adventures with you. You know what I mean? Like, you'll be a better person just because you're enjoying yourself. And that's the theme of this blog and this podcast is to enjoy your life from the inside out. Apply the scriptures to your life. Let God take over your heart and really pray. If this is something you struggle with, though, pray about it. Like, yo, God, I get it. It's not my turn yet. And that's okay. Literally, every day I log on Facebook, there's somebody else engaged, somebody else pregnant, somebody else married. And I'm so happy for them. And I know when my time comes, it's going to be litty. But in the meantime, I'm just like, hey, God, like, obviously you're still working on me. And that's totally fine. And I'm, I'm grateful and I'm humbled that God would even allow me to be getting molded 
into the person I need to be rather than just throwing me out into the, the wild and expecting me to be this person for some guy who is probably super dope and I hope he is and shout out to my future husband Ew. <laughs> but I'm, I'm grateful and we should all be grateful that God is even taking this much time to spend working on us and working on our hearts and making sure that the man that he has designed for us is the way that he needs to be so don't be discouraged um, don't be afraid. Don't be, don't feel lonely. There's other single Christians out there and we all love you and support you and have your back. And um, yes, so that's all I have to say today. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, make sure that you subscribe, go to enjoyyourlifeblog.com, get subscribed. Um, make sure that you subscribe on YouTube um, with Enjoy Your Life so that we can up our subscription. Whoop, whoop. And we're also doing something called Testify, which means... Um, you can get your photo and your testimony about Enjoy Your Life posted to our website and our social media sites. Um, so if you want to learn more about that, go to enjoyyourlifeblog.com forward slash testify and um, just submit your information. And we would love to have you and love to see your face on our profile. And uh, yeah, again, thank you so much for tuning in. Remember that I love you and God loves you so much more. We'll catch you in the next podcast. Don't they should get that